You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to episode 28 of The Social Dentist. I'm your host, Dr. Yazdan. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about three ways to make your posts more personal. But because tomorrow's Valentine's Day, I actually want to know if you guys have any plans. I want to know if you celebrate. I want to know what you do. I personally like to wait until Valentine's Day is over to celebrate because everything is normal price again. I kind of think it's ridiculous that my husband will have to go out and pay four times the cost for roses for Valentine's Day. And if he just waits until the 15th of February, which is the day after, then everything is normal price again. And I also don't like that we have to go to our favorite restaurants and then they have like a set menu that's super expensive. And personally, I think Valentine's Day should be every day in your relationship. So I think you should love your significant other. You should love yourself. You should be kind to people and spread love every single day. And I have this theory that if my husband was a terrible husband, but he's just nice to me on Valentine's Day and gets me all these gifts and does all this stuff just one day out of the year, that doesn't really make him a good husband. Plus, the big things are always nice. I mean, he's supposed to get me flowers and give me gifts on things like my birthday or Valentine's Day, but it's when he gets me flowers on a random day just to say I love you that makes it so special. So anyways, that's my rant on Valentine's Day. But if you decide to celebrate, good for you. I want to live through you. So send me your photos on Instagram. I want you to tell me how your Valentine's Day is, what your plans are. You can find me on Instagram. I'm just at Dr. Yazdan and let me know. I'd love to hear. And if you didn't celebrate or you're not going to celebrate, then don't worry. I'm probably not going to celebrate either. Anyway, in last week's episode, I talked about four ways that you can use stories on Facebook and Instagram to get your audience engaged. And in one of those four ways, I talked about being more personal in your content. Well, then I got a flood of messages on Instagram asking me how to make your posts more personal without revealing too much. So I'm going to be talking to you about that in today's episode. By the way, if you didn't know, I create all my podcast content based off of what you want to hear. So if you send me a DM on Instagram and tell me what you're struggling with, or if you send me an email, um, if you're on my email list and you tell me what you're struggling with, I will create content for you. So find me on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan and send me a message. Also, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you never, ever, ever miss an episode. I try to make these episodes short because I know you're super busy and I try to make them loaded with valuable information and actionable so that you can do the work and you can reap the benefits of using social media for your business. All right, so let's get into today's content. I have a question for you. Have you noticed that you can post the most beautiful curated photo shot with a perfect DSLR camera with professional editing and then it tanks? And then one day you post an in-moment photo from your iPhone and bam, it takes off. Yep, when it comes to social media, people just crave authenticity and they wanna know you. People have to become invested in you before they become invested in your business. And when you want to get people invested in you, it's about you. 
So you need to show more of who you are, who you are behind the white coat, who you are outside of the office, who you are inside the office. That's a big deal too. People want to see how you run your business too, not just who you are, you know, like outside the office, but they want to see who you are in your office and how things work. So let's first talk about being personal. My rule of thumb is to only share the things that I would share with a stranger on an airplane. So if I sit next to a stranger on an airplane, there are things I definitely won't share. Like I won't share where I live really. I won't share details about my family. Maybe when my daughter goes to school, I won't share details of where she goes to school. You know, basic safety things. For you, you may not even wanna share your children and that's totally fine. I remember my brother told me at first when his daughter was first born that he didn't want to share his daughter on social media. And about two years later, which was a few months ago, she did something that was so cute while I was holding her. And I shared literally the shortest clip of her on my Instagram story. And within 15 minutes, I got text messages and phone calls asking to have it taken down because they don't believe in showing their daughter on social media. And that is totally fine. You do not have to share what you are not comfortable sharing. But with that said, you do need to start sharing some personal details. If you notice, it's not as exciting to follow a brand on social media. I follow some brands on social media and I love looking at their feed and seeing their stories, but it doesn't compare to how intrigued I am when I'm following an actual person. For example, I have one friend who I follow that's always doing something interesting. She's always out and about. I love seeing what's happening with her each day, with her kids, what she's wearing. I love hearing about her work and I feel so connected to her even when I don't talk to her for a week or two. I feel like I know everything about her life. I'm seeing five to six 15 second clips of her life each day, and that's less than two minutes, yet I feel like I know what she is doing every day, and I feel like I know everything about her life. So here's what you're probably thinking now. You're probably thinking, well, that's great, but my life is not that interesting. I don't do anything fun. I'm working a lot. I can barely keep up with my kids, let alone find time to do something for myself. And between my work and my personal life, I have nothing exciting to share. My life is so boring. So let's switch over to me for a sec because I had an issue with this when I first started. When I first started social media, I hated sharing anything about myself. What you guys probably don't know is that I'm actually a really private person and I don't share my personal life with anybody. Like if I'm upset about something, nobody knows, not even my closest friends, sometimes not even my husband. Well, he knows now, but in the first two years of our relationship, I don't think he ever knew. Now we're married and we live together, so he sees me and he can tell instantly if something is wrong. And I actually tend to have a hard time opening up to people. So if you scroll way, way down on my feed, you can see that I would mostly post stock images with some text overlay, and every four to five photos would be a photo of me. But if you see my social media now, it's like I'm all over my feed and it seems like I share everything. It's something that has evolved over time for me. And over time, I've become more and more open and I've become more comfortable sharing things. And how did that happen? That happened because I kept showing up. And as my audience grew, they would ask me questions like, hey, what eyeliner are you wearing? What is that drink you're drinking? Where did you get your top from? And as people started becoming more invested in me, 
I started to share more and more. Now, there are some things that are still off limits for me. I'm very comfortable sharing a lot more of my personal life now, but there are some things that are completely off limits that I just will not share. But I've just opened up so much and now I feel comfortable sharing a lot of things and this has really helped my business. Connecting with people has helped me build my business. And not only that, I've actually made some really great friends off of social media. And I'm talking like real life friends that I actually hang out with. And this happened because I kept showing up. So if this is something that you struggle with too, I want you to establish your non-negotiables, the things that you will not share no matter what. And then I want you to start sharing some personal stuff. The personal stuff that you're going to share is what is going to get your audience to invest in you and what's going to get people invested in your business. So let's talk about some personal things that you can share. You know I want these episodes to be really actionable for you, so I'm only giving you three things to do so that you can get this done. The first thing you could start sharing is your morning routine. This isn't something that's too personal in my opinion, and if your morning routine involves your family and you don't wanna share your kids, you can just talk about it. You don't have to actually show your kids, but you can share your morning routine. Like, do you drink tea or do you drink coffee? Can you not start your day unless you have your coffee or your tea? I know that my husband cannot start his day unless he has his coffee. Actually, I think that it's his coffee machine that he loves so much rather than the actual coffee itself, but that's a whole nother story. Anyways, Um, Do you wake up at 4.30 to check your emails before work? Do you have a morning workout routine that you do? I have a friend, she's actually a Grow With Gram Insider, and she works out 10 minutes every morning, no matter what. So that's like her morning thing. It's gotta be a 10 minute workout. So do you work out at home? Do you work out at the gym? Maybe you do yoga at your house, whatever it is. Do you sleep until the last minute that you have to get up and then hit the snooze button one last time? I had a roommate in undergrad that was like that. We were best friends since we were in first grade, but she would literally hit the snooze button for an hour, sometimes even more, each morning before she would get up. Whereas I was the type that would set my alarm at like the last second that I had to get up and get ready. So as soon as my alarm would go off, I would jump out of bed and start getting ready. Now I'm a bit different. My morning routine has changed once I became a business owner and it's definitely changed even more now that I'm a mom. So whether it's on a static post or through your stories or both, share your morning routine. Your audience will find ways to relate to you and it's one step in getting people to know more about who you actually are. The second thing to share that's personal but not too personal is two to three things that you can't live without. Like for me, I can't live without room temperature water. I know that sounds weird, but that's what I love. I love it and I have to drink it every morning. And I guess this could fit into my morning routine, but every morning when I'm putting on my makeup, I have to drink room temperature water. It's weird, I know. It's weird that it has to be room temperature, but it is what it is. And I've just got to have it. You want to know another thing I can't live without? Truly, I can't live without a pair of Lululemon pants. And oh my goodness, I do everything in these yoga pants. I work out in them. I run my errands in them. I've even gone to work in them before secretly. And I wore my lab coat over it. Nobody can tell, but those are usually if I'm seeing like one or two patients randomly for an emergency or something like that. But yeah, I I love the pants. They are my go-to. They are so easy to wear. They're so comfortable. 
Um, when I was pregnant, I would wear them. When I wasn't pregnant, I would wear them. And after having a baby and not being able to fit into my jeans right away, again, I resorted to my yoga pants. I know so many of you women out there who are hearing this understand just how much yoga pants are appreciated. So sharing these types of things might seem pointless, but it's not because when I share that I like room temperature water, believe it or not, you might think to yourself, hey, I like room temperature water too. And all of a sudden you feel a connection to me. And when I come out and I talk about my love for yoga pants and all you see in my photos is photos of me in dresses or outfits and I'm super dressed up, but you know that I love yoga pants and I wear them 85, 90% of the time, then I become relatable. Me being perfectly curated in a beautiful gown or pretty dresses and nice outfits on my feet is not very relatable because nobody is put together 100% of the time. And if they are, they're the 1% of the population that has it together all the time, then you go on with your bad self. But most of us are not put together 100% of the time. And sharing this makes me relatable. The third thing is business related because I like for you to bring personal things back to your business and weave personal things into your business. Like for example, I may talk about how I love to be organized and then I can talk about how organization in my business is so important and then I can show people how organized I am. For example, I have a special way that I ship all my cases to my labs and we have a specific way that we document each case so that we know who sent it, what lab it was sent to, the date it went out, when we're expecting to get it back and We have it signed off in a specific way, and when we receive it, we have it signed off in a specific way again. This way, if something is lost, we can track what happened to it, where it may have gotten lost, or whatever it is. And I've actually shared this detail with my audience before and showed our tracking sheet in my stories and talked to them about how it's so important to me to be organized and how I know when I should expect each case so that I can check them before the patients actually come in for their appointments. Does that make sense? So it's a personal thing because personally, I'm obsessed with being organized. I mean, if you go through my closet, it's like segmented by summer and winter wardrobe, and then it's color coded. And then I have all my dresses in one area, all my tops in another area, like short sleeve, long sleeve, all it's, it's all segregated. And I have going out tops in another area and super comfortable ones in another area. I mean, it's so organized. I know exactly where to look if I need to find something. And I can talk about this organization, but then relate it to how this translates into my business. So I want you to share something from your business that's totally developed from your personality. So are you really into being organized or maybe you're really into reading or learning new things all the time? And you do it in your personal life and it also translates into your business because you're always reading articles or learning about the newest products or newest technologies, or maybe you're really handy. Like maybe you fix the TV at home when it's broken and you change your own tires on your car. And when your garbage disposal breaks, you find yourself underneath the kitchen sink figuring it out. I am totally like that. I've been living alone since I was 18 and as a result, I have become very handy. So this translates into my business because if there's something broken, like let's say a part of my dental chair or fax machine or something goes down, I literally get down to the floor And I check out what's going on and I try to fix the issue myself before I call anyone to come in and fix it. So share something similar with your audience, a personal detail that translates into your business. 
I hope that made sense. Let me know if it didn't. Those are my three ways that you can make your post more personal and connect with your audience. I hope that this episode inspired you to connect more with your audience. And I really, really hope that you put what I've talked about in here and put it into action. I also want to give you a freebie that will help you with your overall social media efforts. When you are showing up on social media, you're actually building a brand. So I want to give you access to my branding guide. It's totally free to download and it's going to help you build your brand online with a strategy. There are a few key points that you have to know about building a brand and I touch on those in the guide. So head on over to dryazin.com slash 28 to get the guide. And I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. So if you're out running or driving or doing your laundry or something, like those are the things that I'm doing when I'm listening to podcasts, then you can just head over to the show notes whenever you get a chance and it'll be waiting there for you. All right, my friends, that is all I have for you today. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you want to say hi, head on over to Instagram and find me. I'm just at Dr. Yazdan and we will connect there. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.